living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. The poor and the underclass are growing. Racial justice and human rights are non-existent. We have been lulled into a trance. They have made us indifferent to ourselves, to others. We are focused only on our own game. That is their primary method of survival. Keep us asleep, keep us selfish, keep us sedated. You're listening to Toward Anarchy on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here's your host, Michael Storm. Welcome to Toward Anarchy. Thank you so much for joining me. I am Michael Storm, and as always, it is my pleasure to be here on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Oh my, it, I'm, I'm here in the middle of the country. It's, it's Topeka, and uh, it is just beautiful. It's just amazing out right now. It's 72, 73 degrees. Uh, it's you know, t-shirt weather, t-shirt and shorts weather, go ride a bike weather, and uh, it's just, it's been nice it's shaping up to be a wonderful early spring i guess we'll see it, it it's like anywhere else that gets weather it'll switch back and forth at a moment's notice it, it there's just been a few nights you know, 11 30 at night or something and hanging out uh, standing outside the comic book shop having a cigar and waiting for the gamers to finish up their game and and just out there with just a shirt and pants and shirts you know shoes and no coat nothing like that not having to necessarily go out of the way to put the beanie on the head because and that's that's a problem for us bald guys you know we we have to carry our our hair in our pockets sometimes and and pull it out and put it on when our when our head gets cold uh, <laughs> go to towardanarchy.com to follow along or wherever you find us out on Facebook, on X, and Instagram, and TLB Talk, it's at Toward Anarchy. And as always, there's there's wonderful information. It's not just about what you hear on the show. I provide that little extra interactive bit of of it's expected these days, right? The, the little extra interactive bit of information that everybody who puts on some sort of performance or show or presentation is supposed to provide for you. You're supposed to be able to get in there and click some things and and find some things on your own and follow your own links and, and see where it leads you. I do that at TowardAnarchy.com. Every week there's a page up there full of links and fun information, including the information about our guests. I didn't mention that, Sam. I, you know, Dr. Lloyd is probably... He, okay, awesome. Yeah, he's probably lurking around there somewhere. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to Doctor Lloyd today. We we have to pick up our conversation about social application. We'll just try to pick up right where we left off on that. You know, rehash a little bit of it, maybe just to refresh everybody's memory. But there's always a couple of links up there, a meme that you could share, a quote, uh, informational, inspirational, fun. It's whatever it is. It's just you. You wouldn't believe. The chain of links that I have messaged to myself in the sort of four years, five years that the show has been going, I have a ridiculous chain of links. And I share 
maybe two of them a week. And I, I read, uh, review, look at dozens of articles every day. <laughs> not, not just over the period of a week, but uh, dozens of articles on any given day, especially if there's something of particular interest to me that's going on. And AI is one of those things right now, the the conversation about artificial intelligence and what it's about and where it's going. And so it, a lot a lot of what I've come across lately has had to do with that and also about health. There's a measles outbreak going on. It's a wait, wait I, I, I emphasized the wrong thing, a measles outbreak going on there you go uh in in some places i think it's a a huge number in number in florida like three people uh, <laughs> so, so just a couple of the things that i've been paying attention to and and i actually uh, because i will i have not been able to uh, nail down the guest for next week even though we've been trying to do it for a couple of months now I had already decided I am absolutely going to do a a news drop next week. It's I've never really done that. I don't cover news topics necessarily. I just provide some links and and will hint about some some things. And if it's extremely in your face kind of news that everybody's talking about, it's bound to come up a little bit. But I'm actually thinking about I'm sharing a whole bunch of those links that I've collected for myself over the just the past couple of weeks. And really, since the last time we had any sort of free time to chat that we have a guest to to bring in and chat with which we do here we'll add dr lloyd to the conversation in just a couple of seconds uh these links though that i found this week for you very interesting uh, of course they're they're all over there well, you know watch out ai is pro-democrat and liberal progressive bias that's going to swing the election of course i'm over here what the hell difference does it make they're all socialist thieves anyway uh, that link is there about the bias, the potential bias from presumably a right wing individual. I read it and I, I don't necessarily try to ascribe some of the bias is ob uh, obvious. I don't every sort of mainstream article, it seems, if you're not if you're not careful, will lead you into a into questioning yourself about whether you're a decent human being or not, because no matter what the story is, they find some way to make it out that people who are you know, looking out for themselves, who believe in capitalism, who believe in individual liberty, who support um, um, uh, trad moms. Do you, uh, do you know what trad moms are? It's just short for traditional. These are women who are really fighting back against this notion of you don't need a man, you don't need companionship. Uh, maybe fine, maybe you don't, uh, but these traditional moms are very in your face. Many of them are conservative and Christian, of course, uh, but they're otherwise in your face about their uh, their gender role they, as a, a wife and a mother. And, you know, they cook the meals and they take care of the kids and they're they're waiting for the husband to come home. And, and uh, it just this is the battle that's that's going on between these sort of weird uh, I they're all again, they're all just these socialist thieves. So I don't really know what their problem is, except for their various differences in their view over 
religion, kind of, in in a weird way. They make it about religion. They certainly use it to poke at each other a lot. Uh, but they, they're now using the technology, and this is one of the things that I will, with the new, big news drop next week, a, a bunch of different articles about the AI and trying to understand the AI, where we're at with it, what it means to jobs, what it means to uh, the the presentation and dissemination of information. We already have a control problem. We already have a problem with gatekeepers. Uh, if you don't know where or how to look for information, this has always been the case, though. This is really true. If you don't know where or how to look for good information, you're, it's going to be harder to find, and it's going to continue to get harder to find with AI. It's going to be harder to tell when a manipulation has been presented to you uh, by a person or a machine, let alone whether or not it's even a manipulation. You just have to do what you've always had to do and what most people fail to do, which is go out there and look at the information and not just somebody else's report or thoughts on it, uh, particularly the governments or the mainstream medias. I was a guest on the, the crypto podcast, huge podcast, uh, with Roy Colon, and we chat about the uh, the benefits of the these digital monies and currencies, but also the dangers, of course, of the the CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies. That link is up there to that show. I suggest everybody across the network, anybody who listens to the show on any regular basis. Uh, or other shows across the network in particular, you're really going to enjoy uh, Roy and all of the various programs that he has. He has a number of podcasts. He's just like a podcast god, uh, just blasting them out daily uh, on all sorts of topics, and including sort of conspiratorial, that's, you know, the questions of conspiracy, things like that. That, that he covers in uh, really across the board uh, within moments of our, our meeting for the first time uh, to talk about the, the crypto and to do the crypto podcast with him. We were talking about the Fed and their manipulation of money. And he mentioned and he brought it up. I didn't even bring it up. I, you know, I, I don't even necessarily know going in. I'm going to talk about what I know about and I'm not necessarily going to to push uh, in uh, drop in any of those notions unless I get the opportunity. But boy, once the once the host opens the door, okay, you know, Katie barred the door because I'm coming through. They're coming through. Um, people like to talk about wage gaps, income gaps, and wealth gaps, but they never want to talk about skill gaps, effort gaps, and talent gaps. And then just a fun, wonderful meme there to share. And I, I hope you will. Because I own the domain and a number of the, the things associated with the phrase "vote harder," and it's a, a fairly popular page on Facebook. I literally never do anything with it except occasionally share a, a, one of these memes or a statement, a quote, or something like that. I don't interact with it at all. I don't interact as it. Yet it's still this really popular little page, and uh, I, I talking about the AI and I've been playing with the AI and seeing what it can do and what its limitations are both as a, uh, a conversation you know, having conversations with it what how it is as a conversationalist how it is for giving you information uh, and and then of course uh, with the creative side of it what does it do what is the difference between what an AI 
computer will draw and what is and what I or a person would use as input to get a computer to draw for me, whether it's AI or not. Those are two different things. And it's also the separation in, in really the 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 space where people are concerned about the the use of other people's work in creating these things there's a clear difference between what the ai itself is doing and what people are getting ai prompting ai to produce based on the works of other people so the one of those conversations that we have to have one of these days and we may have that conversation with roy uh, because he's going to be a guest on the show and there'll be some changes about the show i don't know how uh, exactly we're going to go about it it's going to move and it will probably go to a recorded state that's the most likely uh, um, way forward it's something that i've been thinking about for a while and really have not had the i, I just i haven't had the push or whatever to really make the change and make the leap to do it but it's it, it really frees up one of the things that has been the hardest thing to do is I'm I'm in the time period where I'm at. It's live, so the guest, if the guest wants to be here, they have to be here too. And it's a, it's a bit of a tough time slot to get guests, uh, especially Christian guests, <laughs> people who uh, worship God and go to church on a Sunday. Which there's as many of those as there are anybody else out there, maybe more that are in my my guest pool and that's been one of the considerations and also uh longer conversations with dr lloyd um and, and without breaking them up necessarily unnaturally you know w- with us in the middle of a conversation and and the and a break come up or something like that all considerations i've given over the time love the live thing love the just the entire process of live from top to bottom but i can redo the same thing in a recorded space as well without just it's just recorded it's not produced there you know i will record it and that'll be it (laughs) there i won't go through and edit it just as it is now you will get the live performance that's what it'll be Uh, so it won't won't really change anything you won't notice a lot but it's going to make it a lot easier for me to uh to really to are to get those guests in there at their own leisure. Uh, there's so many opportunities that I'm ultimately missing in those terms because they're just people just aren't available exactly right at that time. And so recording is obviously the next most logical thing to do with it. Towardanarchy.com to follow along. You want to know more about Dr. Dean Lloyd. He is uh, a a wonderful conversationalist and this this uh, empathetic uh, wonderful man looking to really touch people and get them in touch with themselves and their health and their their mental and their physical health and how that all fits together and it's always such a great conversation it's always so wonderful to talk to Dr. Lloyd if you want to know more about him EvolvingTheSpecies.com. That's his website. You can get a copy of Cruising the Epiphany Highway, which is the the book by Am Rosen that we are using as this sort of basis for our conversations. And and you'll oftentimes hear Dr. Lloyd shift into sort of reading as opposed to chatting. And those those passages are often from inside Cruising the Epiphany Highway. A really fun, interesting book. I do recommend that you you check it out. Whether you whether you believe 
any of that hippie nonsense that uh, is in those pages or not. Uh, it's really a very fun, creative, interesting read. And I think that if you can get through some of the language uh, that is – you might not know it. It might be words you might not know. We can get past those. You can pick them up in context. You can look them up, do the research and things like that. I think you're going to find it very funny and very entertaining as well as informational. And I don't often say that about every little thing that crosses my desk because I every, every book, everything that everybody's putting out there, everybody wants me to read their book and everybody wants me to listen to their show and review their paper and I, and it's I you know I do what I can and I provide the input that I can for them. But uh, it's you know I, when it all comes down to it, getting to have the conversations with Dr. Lloyd, getting to uh, read the things for yourself and see them for yourself, or how they connect with the the things that we're talking about on their sh- on the show, and you under and you begin to understand why. Uh, Dr. Lloyd has such a fondness for Ambrose, and I of course did not did not know the man. Uh, he did, and uh, has used and wanted to take up the the sort of pick up the torch, I guess, and run with it. Take the baton, run with it. There you go. That little thing that they pass you when they're running. I'm not. I don't run. Uh, you can join us in the the chat room as well, and we're hanging out in there sometimes. Doctor Lloyd, are you there? I I think I heard you banging around in there. I am here, more than ready. Awesome. Oh, you know, man, always wonderful to talk to you. And we were in the middle of a conversation last time you were here talking about social application and really some fundamental factors that are uh, in in and around the idea of social development that we can use independently and collectively. I, I really like the, the way that that's worded uh, to reach that sort of a, a natural balanced social system where we're all we're all doing and working for ourselves but at the same time together and and you seem to be a big proponent of things like that and i think it's i think it's how we solve the bigger problems of getting together and working together and getting to know each other on uh, on a level like you and i have gotten to know each other over the past couple of years well thank you and that was a very nice introduction i appreciate you bringing up dr rosen's book of course that's one that I use quite often uh, in reference to these different topics that I cover. And I'll just do a quick recap of one paragraph of what I spoke to under the social application category last time, last time. And it's in alignment to what you were speaking to before in regards to why there's such a push for people to disconnect from their humanity. And there's, for example, you said women, there are women out there that are pushing for no need for a man, Mm. right? And that there's an AI replacement coming or in place now. So why even bother addressing all those emotional inadequacies that are going on? And we're beings that need each other and if that is ignored then you will gravitate towards artificial things well and even even worse than that because as you're saying that there's a very clear picture in my mind of what happens when 
you substitute these systems, especially because I've been playing around with them for a long time now, and I, I, I even have my own. Uh, I, these, these machines respond to your input in an overly um, – you know, overly accepting manner. So you basic it's a it's a narcissism. What's going to happen is when you drift away from the people and try to substitute technology for it, the technology is there to tell you that you're a good boy, to make you feel like you're doing the right thing all the time. Even if you produce even if you tell it wrong information you can get it to accept the reasons why you've given it wrong information. And that's not a good thing. That feeds the narcissistic side of the individuals. And the individuals who get trapped into um, self-satisfaction, whether it's through sexual uh, gratification or whether it's through mental masturbation, uh, the result is the same. It is, it is highly destructive. Well, you, what you're talking is about confusing the message. Because what is naturally coming out of my voice has a cadence, it has a tone, it has specific, you know, sounds that work with those words that give it emphasis. When a computer produces those, it's mimic, it's it's copying what is programmed to respond to. No matter and it's what, not experiencing it. It can't experience it. It can only be told what it feels like to experience. It's like telling a blind person that clouds are uh, cotton. I'm sure you've seen the the share the movie uh, about the kid with the mask. Is mask? Is that what it's called? Mask. mask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. So they explain to this kid. Uh, it, he explains to a blind girlfriend that he meets at this camp for these 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 disabled kids. I, I, I can't believe that anybody in their life hasn't seen this movie at this point. So I'm just rehashing. But if you remember, they're sort of in the kitchen, and he's trying to explain to this blind girl what things look like and he's using touch to explain them and that's the best a computer will ever get it can't really experience these things that it's talking about right and i can just add to that another example would be if you were at the uh, bungee cord jump off point <laughs> say it's a bridge or something <laughs> and, and uh you have Oh, 100 feet below or something, the water, the river. And I say, have you ever experienced being in water? And you said, no. Okay, well, I'm going to give you that experience. Well, I say, okay, jump off this uh, bridge on with the bungee cord. So the bungee cord goes all the way down in the water. And then it lifts you. You, you hit the water, but you come right back out of the water. And you're not fully immersed in the water. And you come right back up onto the bridge. I go, well, how is your experience? And you say to me, well, I got wet, but I don't know what it feels like. In other mm -hmm. words, there was no time to process the experience. There was yeah. only that one splash and that one instance. Now, in the case of AI, there's no life there. There's, nope. There is only a program that is artificial and it is a response to whatever the stimulus, whatever the feedback it's getting, right? Whatever the, the uh, 
intellect, that which we form in symbols, whatever those words are that are fed into this computer, there is a programmed immediate response. Here's the beauty of being alive. I have through life programmed myself for different reasons, for different purposes. And I've adjusted to my environment by way of seeing what's appropriate, what isn't appropriate, what needs to be weeded out, where I need to put my energy, where's the negative, you know, input, where's the, where's the uh, blocks in my life. And when I make these, rec- when I discover where they, they are coming from, I change. Wow, that's amazing. Now, a computer will only change according to its program. But I reprogram myself based on what input I'm receiving to the world around me and my inner needs. And that's, that's a life force. Okay. That is what we're talking about. The highest form of being in charge or controlling your energy, your attention, your, your motivations, whatever it is that gives you energy, you've got, something which a computer will never have, which is will. And that will comes from your decisions or your ability to process your experiences and then make sense of them and then decide how it's most appropriately. And to control the programming that you can't really control, which is your biology. And that's something that a computer also lacks when it is programmed. They're telling you that they want this AI to learn and to grow, but it's to learn and to grow within a box that they've created. They tell you that it's a black box, that they don't know what's going on inside, but that's a lie. They know exactly what's going on inside. Well, it, further, it, it furthers the disconnect yes. of humanity. Yeah, and, and, and that's, that's exactly what you were getting at is what they're trying to do and that how we can use these this social application, these fundamental factors, these four in particular fundamental factors. That's what you were getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's tied into what is it that I value? What are my value systems? So I'm just going to pick up from uh, last month, and this is very good foundation for where I'm going with this next uh, topic. Okay, so... It's time to stop fighting to get away from the negative and trying to get away from what you're afraid may do you harm. You inadvertently wind up fixating upon the very thing you don't want. Actually, there's nothing negative that you need to battle. Rather, you're either going to where you want, whatever the consideration This movement is always towards a more expansive, inclusively integrated, dynamically creative state of mind and access, or you're getting rid of whatever is impeding your progress. Now, the word progress is a buzzword, in my opinion. I'm hearing, I I, I know someone in my town here that they were putting up a, a, a proposing that they put up another cell phone tower that's we have a cell phone tower that's quite far and our cell phone coverage they have booster stations right and uh, it's on his land and it would be on his land and he would he would be rewarded quite handsomely <laughs> if he sold that that uh, little spot plot of land 
for this purpose of putting up a tower, a cell phone tower. And he said, well, you can't deny progress. And I looked at him, and I knew that I would, if I even opened my mouth to talk about this, be literally talking to a, a, a brick wall. You know, I, I would not be able to get through what the word progress really is about. And in looking at what we have created in our world as a value system, we have to, first of all, decide what, what, what is a value in the first place? Well, I'm going to I'm going to uh, elaborate on this because I'm going to read a section of the book and then I'll launch off into the, the reasons why we need to be clear on what that value is to us. Right. So obviously materialism, this is page 407 for those that have the book. OK, on the bottom of the page, obviously materialism has been allowed to run amok while morality has become banally inspired. We are not talking about the right or wrong, good or bad. What must be considered is the effective appropriateness of any approach. Material barter is but a means of exchanging energy between participating intelligences. In order to do so, there must be proportion, reason, inventiveness, political order, creative, enterprising, and so on. To be human is to be interrelated. And I'll pick up when we get back. Yeah, when we get back from the break. We'll be back with Dr. Dean Lloyd here on Toward Anarchy. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for hemp paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. February is heart month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. 
That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. This is Toward Anarchy on the Republic Broadcasting Network, with your host Michael Storm. It is a really fantastic thing to see the network grow, to watch it grow uh, to the point that it is, and watch it continue to grow uh, into the future and more voices be added to the network and more ideas, more truth, more opinions. Uh, they are just, they're out there. They're out there for people to consider, for people to hear, and to use as they see fit. That's the beauty of being able to do this. Come here every week. And it's all thanks to you because you support the network, republicbroadcasting.org. Click on the donate button. That's the easiest way for anybody to do it. If you've got the, 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 the extra dollars, you can do something like that you can justify uh spending some money on the truth uh <laughs> it's, it's not easy to find out there in the marketplace uh, these days you have to dig for it a little bit but it's wide open and it's free here to the listeners across the network uh because you click that donate button if you don't want to do the digital thing call us up at the, at the network and talk to somebody 800-724-2719 extension 3 they'll know that you're calling to figure out how to make a donation they'll help you do that you can mail a check rbn 2251 double creek drive round rock texas 78664 and of course the win-win when you shop rbn.com it's uh, amazing it's shop rbn.com that's the whole website thing uh, it just works really well when you say it that way yeah shop rbn.com that win-win you support the advertisers they pay for the advertising you know we keep running 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 and running that's what we do and we have these wonderful conversations we get to talk to dr dean lloyd and and just as i was saying dr lloyd you you hit the word banality in there and that's not a word everybody uses every day uh <laughs> it's, yeah. you know and, and but the colorful language aside at times there's just these amazing ideas in in what you were reading and did you finish what you were reading yeah. Banally was the word, but you're right. It's not something that uh, uh, we say every day, and that's part of the expansion of our experience is to expand our vocabulary. 
Oh, it's a big one. Yeah. So, yeah, let me pick up from where we left off. Uh, to be human is to be interrelated. By our nature, we are social beings. To facilitate such exchanges, these various disciplines of commerce were discovered and refined into modes of conduct. As up to a certain point in our collective development, those social rituals were guiding the guiding light of evolution, leading us beyond the erratic passions of blind emotionalism. But all superior methodology inadvertently must material commerce facilitated the means of its own inadequacy. It created a climate wherein our minds could evolve to a means of exchanging energies that is far more rewarding. But this, in turn, calls for a new value system. It is not that materialism is wrong or bad. It's just that in and of itself, it's not longer, no longer an adequate basis upon which to gauge the appropriateness of our social interactions. Once we let the currency of barter become barter come to represent power, we put our social values up for sale. Sound familiar, by the way? Ah. <laughs> now we need a new, more encompassing ethic which can incorporate and thereby liberate all existing systems to function adequately. In this day and age, to re relegate social values to whoever has the most purchasing power is emphasizing Stone Age emotions based upon might makes right in the veneer of civilized drag. Now, let me break that down for you. What you're talking you're probably better because I think you insulted some of these people. <laughs> well, I think that the money worship topic continues to get people stuck. In other oh, words, yeah. th that whole thing is that, well, money rules and those that are in power are those that have money and they control our money, which they, means they control us. Well, the value system that they you know, put in front of them has been wholly inadequate because there are judges that are bought off and it's been proven that that's the case. This is not uh, a mystery. There are politicians that are bought off. There are people lying in the media that are bought off. Everything has a price in that value system. That's not my world. That's their, their emphasis on what would be this primitive, you know, material, uh, material lifestyle that is, there are materialists that are out there that will worship the holy dollar, right? This is the whole point, is that when you value other things that an artist will do art for art. Do you ever hear the saying art for art, money for God? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, the artist would very much not like to do 
accounting and taxes and <laughs> all the, the other things. It wants to focus on doing his art, you know. And, uh, and so often in our culture, uh, Bach being one example of a starving artist, he had to go from commission to commission, but still he was able to make extraordinary, beautiful music with his genius. Uh, and uh, he happens to be one of my favorite classical artists. But be that as it is, whatever your particular, you know, uh, you know, favor or whatever your uh, your artistic um, tendencies are, whatever you you like to to do in art, be it music, be it sculpture, be it painting, whatever, these are forms that make sense of our world. They help us to direct our spiritual energy. If we're not doing art in so many schools, are you familiar with schools that have cut out the uh, the art programs? It seems to have been a, a big thing for a while to dump some of the, the arts programs and music programs. And there, I remember you know, sort of even coming up in my time, there was a big push. It was a huge deal to bring the arts and and and, and it was an interesting thing. To me, because I didn't experience that. I, I It was not something I experienced. I went through the public school system. I played sports. I played uh, instruments. And I was able to do everything from drafting to uh, drawing cartoons, car- cartoon images. That was the class. It was cartoons. <laughs> Draw, you know, like Saturday mor- Sunday morning funnies type cartoons. <laughs> Beautiful. And, I was I was one of the lucky ones, but there were a lot of people at the same period of time and have been over the years that have struggled to have those sorts of influences in the school systems. I gather it's probably more of a big city inner inner city school problem than most. Well, these are these are ways of taking us away from our humanity. No question. With yeah, and mammon worship. Uh, which is money, of course, that's biblical, leads you down the path of corrupting your human development, which is what I would consider a a choice that we all have to make. Are we going to worship fear or are we going to worship consciousness? And you cannot worship two masters, which ties into our value system directly. If we have a value system that says, okay, Art should be part of school because it helps the development of children in balancing out the academia or academics and all the, you know, the English and the math and, uh, you know, the history and all this kind of thing. If we don't balance it out, we become imbalanced and people have been gradually led down the path of deception to where it becomes the rule. And the reason that they have been so, we'll call it uh, sucked in, or uh, it's it's a kind of, the word I'm looking for, um, it's seducing, where, where the money becomes, aha, well, if you have money, you won't suffer, or you won't have these other problems. All you have to do is focus on making money. Well, you can make a lot of money, just know what you're doing. And most of the time I run across people who are in a state of fear, worship, and not knowing 
that they're being controlled by this. I want to break that pattern. I'm here to do that because I can provide ways of catching yourself in what your values are and saying, okay, I can make sense of this. I know I live in a, a world that requires the value system of money worship as a primary uh, motivating force. And I'll talk about our coping mechanisms next, but that doesn't mean that you have to buy into their trip. You play your own game. That gives you true freedom of expression. I'm, I'm not here to preach to you how to do it. What I'm here to do is give you the tools so you can find the way to do it for yourself. Well, that's the only way it works. It's the only way it could work. You, right. can't, you cannot do it for someone as much as you want to. Uh, that's why one of the one of the reasons why you can't why it's, it's better to have sort of a therapist or a doctor friend somebody close to you that's not related to you that isn't in a uh, strict personal relationship with you to bounce off hard ideas on because there's no there's no there's no emotion there's nothing else tied to it presumably you're looking at logical uh, effects and and the consequences of actions or thoughts and uh, or lack of action on a lot of people's parts when it comes to actively or or not getting caught in these traps and ended up buying the trip of somebody who's even trying to help Mm-hmm. They, they're really honestly trying to help. This is a big problem with the people, with a lot of the people who are sort of whatever you call them, woke or on both sides or all sides of the the coin. I they are they buy into the trip themselves, and even though the information that they are are putting out is generally good and it's important information, it's couched in such a manner that it's it's. It's hard to defend it if it comes under question because it comes from these places of of emotion or you can look right at the response and say, well, this isn't your response. This is the response that everybody is given. This is the party line that you're towing here, and this isn't going to help you solve anything deeper uh, within yourself or free yourself from the system by just going ahead and repeating everything the system says and just say, well, well of course, one side or the other happens to be right. And, and these that are in power don't know what they're doing. They, they, I've heard the argument from intelligent people whom I care about who still have fear running their, mm-hmm. their trip. You know, and they've got so many things that they say that is really valid. Okay? And I, I, I hear it in their voice and how they buy into this trip. And then and one they, sentence later, they invalidate everything they just said by... <laughs> Isn't it? It's, but then you can catch it yourself, see? And I, that, that takes me to the coping mechanism. Right. Yeah. This, this is why when I've said in previous shows that there's this built-in, we have our own inner gauge. We move towards what feels good, and we move away from what doesn't. And that gauge tells us if it's really something that we want. Now, I do tell people to approach their fears cautiously. You know, don't jump into these things. You got to take that gauge and look at it like the tachometer in a car. 
there's an optimal running space in there. You go too far one way or the other. Hmm. Well, that's that. That's the beauty of learning how to pace yourself. And I, I have been, <laughs> I've been accused of having my house filled with so much stuff that I need a bigger house. Hmm. Well, and I. I do know that I dabble in quite a few things. <laughs> I, anything from, you know, the mechanics of uh, anything from my, anything like my vehicle. I have to have some basic knowledge of that, right? Or the mechan- or how Should. the mechanics of, of, of the body works, obviously. But I've been most interested in my latter part of my career in how the mind works. Mm. Because I understand that if you give a treatment for a condition to one person, it may work beautifully. Or in another person, it may not work at all. And we have to take into account more than just the physical place that this person is. But that's that's a fear-based medicine that I was reared in, right? I was given the tools to look at these things only from the standpoint of understanding the physiology of things. So and you that, were a robot. You were an AI repeating system automaton. No, that's yeah. exactly how the AI responds. It, that's it right. does. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have AI doctors doing it. Yes. The AI doctors, everything that the, we know the names, we don't even need to name drop that these guys have done over the last hundred years or so, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, all their foundations, those guys, uh, have, have set the standards, set the rules and created the party line. And now they've created a tool. And one of the big pushes, you'll notice this in this news drop that I dropped next week. If you follow through on the links on the AI stuff, one of the big pushes is doctors. They're going to tell you that doctors and lawyers are going away. Why would doctors and lawyers go away? Why would they be replaced with AI when they when these are not um, these are not sciences? These are practices. And that goes back to what you were saying earlier about emotional reaction. And I'm going to read a right. little paragraph. Yeah, yeah I'll, re- I'll read a little paragraph on that very point. On page 72 at the bottom, uh, emotions can be a patterning of the feelings responding to the needs and inherent capabilities of the body in relation to nature. Emotions, and by the way, this is off, not not reading, but I see in feelings in motion. You could think of emotions as being. Those motion is the the whole purpose of of this is that when the feelings get movement, okay. So emotions can be conducted a condition, excuse me, conditioned reflex of feelings, refining their own efficiency as gauged by the amount of pleasure and or pain their reactions engender. When emotions are generated from the intermix of the first two levels of consciousness, which I'll talk in in the next show, the nervous system of the organism is still innocent because, however, the proportions 
or, or proprieties or disastrous of the reaction to the movement there as yet is no premeditation. Let me read that again. Yes. Because, <laughs> because however, propitious or disastrous, the reaction to the movement there as yet is no premeditation. Okay, so let's get to this point about why we are emotionally chained, right? Or we're emotionally fixated on a particular mindset. What is that emotion? Is it being afraid, perhaps? Well, if you insist that you understand something and you don't, that's when you become controlled by your fear. And to break that pattern, you first have to stop yourself. This is a coping mechanism. You have to stop yourself from saying you understand when you don't. Now, I had a friend of mine who had uh, recently uh, had her, her significant other uh, die of a heart attack. And he was uh, in a profession that um, was uh, you know, helping people in uh in harsh environments and uh he he was uh young enough where this should not have happened but um he he was uh uh adamant about his perspective and his perspective was unchanging there was no flexibility whatsoever the last conversation that they had now why is that important well, it becomes, if you're in this defensive posturing, it means that you are uh, working off a defended misunderstanding. Because if you do understand something, it, I mean, really understand it and have control of it, there would be no reason to defend yourself. Now, if someone's attacking me, on the other hand, I'm going to defend myself. Or if someone, you know, is pointing out that, you know, that uh, if I if I do it this way under these conditions and this is the circumstances that you'll do it, you'll achieve this kind of success. Well, I'll have to learn that by my my own. You can I can see how it worked for you, but when I look at you and I look, I consider you as a source. Is it you I like? Is it are those the kinds of things I want to? express in myself you know are in are, are those because there's only one of us here right we have different characteristics different unique abilities that allow us to express ourselves individually uniquely and that goes for healing healing is an individual effort it's not like cattle you know, everybody takes anti-inflammatories, everybody that needs, you know, for arthritis, everybody has to take antidepressants for depression. That's a cattle mentality. That's a, so it's not individualized. So the more that the medical system implodes, which as you know, is happening at a very fast rate right, right now, uh, and it's failing so horribly, there's collateral damage happening. What I'm proposing is that inner voice, that inner gauge that we are all born with, be our most, our biggest value. We put our biggest value into gauging our way, navigating through the chaos that's 
know, coming at us from pretty much every level you could imagine. And it's, it's not getting lighter, it's getting heavier and heavier all the time, which means that your center, and however you do it, if you go for a walk, if you meditate regularly, whatever it is that causes you to get your mind out of the fear-based programming, you'll make it. I, that's my belief in it. Uh, yeah, it, it's a tough thing to do because it is constant. There is not, there's no stop to it. It's nonstop, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Everywhere you turn, there is a a fear driven response to something. It, it doesn't matter what, whether it's societal, whether it's health, whether it's political. Everything, it, it, the core is going to be a fear-driven emotional response, and the reasonable people are going to be pointed at and told that they're crazy. The ones that are saying, slow down, take this one person at a time, stop trying to use uh, miracle panaceas to uh, fix everybody's problem, because we're not all the same. We don't all function the same way. Our basic... Um, physiology does our very basic physiology does we all pretty much work the same way however once you actually get into the various physiologies the breakdown of the the genes of each individual person and the quality of the gene pool and the the um, uh, the effects of the environment on their gene pool and themselves after the gene pool comes together for them all of these things as well as the mental state and the person's ability to connect their body, their mind, and their spirit, as we talk about every week or each week that we have a conversation, uh, to get those things to be in tune with each other, the closer they are, the less likely that person is is going to to, to fail. They're going to get caught up in the fear. It really, truly, it blows my mind, and I, it to the point that I don't even understand how to express it. I will, I will be, I will spend my time, not even my time. I will spend some time, and there's a bit of it going through stories, and I go through stories just like people would, except that they have, you know, my view. And my understanding of things on them and my study, and I see it in every single article, especially if it's a left progressive article. That's your that job. Is a new yeah. world agenda. Yeah. That, I mean, that is we your, are. Oh, we're out of time. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're out of time again. But, you know, we pick up the conversation, brother. We're going to pick up great talking that. To you. All right. Physical sensations, feeling responses, and conceptual intellect. Those Sounds fantastic, week. my friend. Okay. That will happen, uh, we, but it probably won't be at this time period. That will be. We'll talk about that more next week. Until then, take care. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back. Uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. 
So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.